Good day, good morning, wherever you are. I hope it's a good day. Or should I say, Bonjour, ça va, comment ça va? Ça va l'air, ma sal l'air, ça va bonne, ça va bonne, ça va bonne, yes, overcoming eating disorders. I could imagine as a parent what's going in in your head, how you save your children, how you're going to help them in overcoming disorder. Hi, my name is Mabina Daniel Nguyen. I'm a holistic wellness and spiritual coaching. I specialize in nutrition, in helping people with chronic and fatigue or illness disease that they've tried medication. I try to coach them through process of bringing nutrition, supplementation, anything that can be of natural without causing harm. That's where I focus on helping people to change their habits, to put new habits. But today, I'm going to speak about children the focus is based on children how can we progress to help children to be more healthier and avoid uh, or help them overcoming eating disorder i know as a parent it can be challenging to monitor the children all the time to see what they're doing not doing right in this segment today i'm going to share with you please i suggest i encourage you I'm not a medical practitioner. I'm not going to diagnose anything or cure any illnesses or diseases, whatever I'm going to say here. I recommend you to go and visit a health practitioner who are really qualified before you can make any decision or start implementing any program here that of the opinion I'll be sharing with you. I encourage you, please get a pediatrician to check your child it might be a general practitioner it might be a family doctor i suggest for you or a specialist in certain area where your child is struggling them to help you to make better decision because they can see what is the challenge i will not recommend you to do this by yourself or you can contact an individual like me to help you as a nutritionist i can be able to guide you so you can be able to put a health safety program for your child and we can make sure that you know you don't get to put um, his life or her life in danger without waste of time overcoming eating disorders i'm going to share with you some of the things like anorexia bulimia and symptoms and how you can use sport a lot of time all this condition i'll be speaking about or anorexia and bulimia a lot of time is very very rare you can find them especially anorexia is very rare you can find it on children under 12s but sometimes bulimia you can find it depending on whose your children are hanging out with that's where it can be challenged um now we we can ask what is bulimia bulimia is a condition involving binge eating followed by self-induced vomiting most of the time, as I say, it's very, very rare uh, for you, the children who are under 12, uh, to find them. The athenas could stem from an allergy or they might be developed a fairy attitude to a certain foods. Perhaps act on by their peers. Their peers might be the one influencing how they behave, what to eat, fear of, in, I mean, phobia of food you know to get fed or to get whatever because we know children in school they start getting to be exposed to things they start learning things i will encourage you as a parent pay attention to all this how your children they eat what are they eating what are they starting to be allergic to or why 
they think, try to understand the logic behind. Yes, not always we are going to be able to understand the logic behind. On child one nutrition, we are speaking about overcoming eating disorders. So my main aim in this chapter or in this block of segment is to help you to be more, you know, uh, quite aware of the disorders that they can be out there. That means it's important to know what eating disorders look like so you can take a proper action when and if you need to. So I think what I can suggest for you or I'm going to share with you, please involve the medical practitioner if not sure. So the physical signs of anorexia nervosa which we said most of the time you might find it to find it under children of under 12 is very rare in girls you might find it a lot in boys you do but a lot of time we might we find it is in a lot of girls but please i don't mean because you say girls now you need to ignore men or boys too both gender they need to be paid attention to because these problems they occur on all of them male female we need to make sure that we preserve we teach we educate we create a good healthy ways for both individuals so what are the physical signs of anorexia nervosa it can be severe weight loss difficulty in sleeping dizziness stomach pains constipation poor circulation and feeling cold or period stop in women and girls hormonal changes in men and boys that's why i was saying to you not only girls are the ones who are going to struggle with this. Yes, most of the percentage we find it might be girls, but that doesn't mean men or female they will never go through it. So we need both parties to make sure that we teach them, we educate them, and we pay attention to our boys and girls every time. You could see some of the girls between age of 16, 17, 18, 19, that might go through a lot of anorexia. Being fear of being overweight, start selecting food, start now hormone changing. That's where a lot of women sometimes later on in later, later stage of life, they might find them in trouble. So this podcast here is to help you, to teach you to be aware of those signs. How can you pay attention to them as a parent or for your children to help them to be more healthy and, and so you can protect them because I know that's what you want to do as a parent. Or if not a parent, you might be, I don't know, a grandma, you may be a grandfather, you might be a grandfather, you might be auntie, you might be uncle. This is meant for you so you can be able to serve your niece and nephews. It's not just only made for parents. Or you might be an educator, a teacher maybe, working with children. So it might be the best way now to do. I told you where I'm here, I'm in a position where to try to help you to understand the nutrition for children and how do you help them and what can you do to prevent some of these issues they are facing. So, the behavioral signs of anorexia nervosa, wanting to be left alone is what you might have to deal with, wanting to have control over everything or the food as well, you know, <laughs> that's why as a parent you might be battling, battling, trying to convince your children that this is healthy for you and you might get into those arguments that are a little bit uncomfortable sometimes with them, not always you're going to get into those wearing big and big clothes because they are not 
feeling comfortable with their body, they start being excessive with their body looks and, you know, checking them consistent, how they look, they are on the mirror, they are concerned about their looks always. Those are the things I'll say pay attention to as a parent or as an uncle or you know, a guardian, you know, difficult in concentrating, it might be the other thing, excessive exercising, they might be so obsessed with exercise, keeping themselves or keep on doing a lot of exercise, I would say as a parent, you need to get that education for your child to be able to understand the balance, or if not, I said get a health practitioner to help you so you can be able to function better and get the results or protect the safety or the health of your child. It's very, very important to observe these signs a lot of time. Lying about eating meals, if you ask them they ate, and later on you find out they've not ate, that's why you need to be a little bit worried as a parent. I'm not saying all this will happen, but if it's consistent, something going on, it keep on going and on and on, you should be now be aware. Denying is a problem with eating, you know, if the eating is all over the place a lot of time and then there's no consistency and you find there's always a denial, no, I'm not hungry, I'm not hungry, you know that as a parent now you need to make sure as a guardian that your eyes are popping out, your ears are listening, you're observing also the body language as well or how they dress. These signs we spoke about, excessive exercising, wearing, wearing big and baggy clothes, you know, wanting to be left alone, those things you have to try to talk. Please, I'll ask you, be a little bit gentle, a little bit caring, nice, you know, have a compassion because it's going to be a sensitive matter to speak with your child when you deal with them. And if possible, please, I will suggest you get a health practitioner, a coach, nutrition coach, or it might be uh, NLP therapy, it might be psychologists to get involved to understand the lying cause of the problem. Psychological signs of anorexia nervosa, intense fear of gaining weight. You might hear that or you might hear your child maybe you may be some of you as a parent or now as a parent as a guardian you might be going through that you know situation where now you are keep on trying to explain to a child you know no you're not going to gain weight they don't want to eat maybe uh, certain food because that's where the phobia comes in or that's where anorexia nervosa psychological science comes in distorted perception of body weight and size this is the same thing I was telling you about where they start being over, you know, um, over, you know, obsessed about um, the body weight and the size, how they look, what feeds them, what doesn't feed them. I say that's where now you start to need to pay attention as a parent. Obsession with diets. A lot of time if you start hearing your children or your child start speaking about a lot of sorts of diets or mom have you tried this diet, mom I want to do this diet, that's where you should be asking where do you get it, how do you know, where's the information, where's the logic behind, where's the study regarding this, where did you find this study. Try to understand that part, those are the questions you should be having with your child you know, to help her, to help him, to educate them because you don't have to just keep on arguing and stopping. Let's try to find a way of educating them because when you talk about studies, when you talk about facts, it will be more than you talking feelings because you want to see something that is real, is practical, is to prove to them that you are not denying them or you are not against what they're trying to say, but you want to see the proof 
of what they are saying if really it does it make sense so you can help them even or take part in their diets to help them so they can make better decision to be able to get feed or to get healthy mood swings will happen we have talked about hormone changes in men and boys regarding the food it changes the psychologically the serotonin the dopamine the ephrine the oxytocin the insulin the cortisol the thyroids all these things they are going to fire back for women it might be progesterone it can be um it can be so many estradiola it can be estriol it can be estrogen so we can go and on and on with all sorts of things but this is to help you to be more aware about the mood swings because mostly they are controlled by uh, the hormone issues uh, the mood swings they might feel depressed that's another thing and emotionally there might be those are hormone imbalances when these are taking places when you start seeing those or maybe some of the pimples as well it might be other things as well but that it might be more got to do with physical what i'm saying to you now now we're gonna move to bulimia bulimia it can be a sore throat or swollen glands mouth infection sensitivity or damaged teeth stomach pains irregular periods dry or poor skin difficulty in sleeping those are the symptoms that I can think of or the physical signs that you will see a lot of time with people with bulimia. So, and behavioral signs for bulimia, it might be eating large quantities of food, being sick after eating, being secretive, or even you find vomiting is another part where people, they eat a large amount of meal and from there, they start wanting to go and vomit. That's the thing that you might be seeing it a lot of time or you might find food maybe in the cupboards in uh, the the bedroom in places where normally there should be food where you'll be as a parent i would say if you suspect please try to go through your child's stuff but be respectful at the same time be a little bit compassion and kind and get the permission however yes you know if the permission is not being granted in your house you know as a parent you have to go through with or without permission but i suggest please be a little bit kind and polite so you don't create um, in you know starting now creating the issue of trust between you and your children it's very very important we be sensitive when we deal with these issues as parent we need to address them in a very professional way we yes it's nice when you are caring your emotions are involved however i say please when you start getting to find these issues be a little bit sincerely be a little bit sensitive be a little bit you know um um thoughtful because the challenges our children our teenagers they face outside some of the things we don't know what they're facing and we all go through things and i believe that what i'm saying to you you might find that really really genuinely you as a parent maybe or before you become a parent as a teenager you've been through all these things and you understand better and i know you're doing them from love and you're trying to help your children not to experience the same thing but we have to be gentle we have to get a professional help at the same time that's what i say please whatever you're going to do make sure you get a professional medical care or health practitioner who's really qualified in helping these sorts and or get a lifestyle coach who can help it might be something got to do with psychology get a mental health and psychiatry coach who can help your child to function much better and 
get into the brain, the thinking, creating a critical thinking pattern where your children can see what are they doing wrong and how to move forward. So other thing we I could think of is the, the psychological signs of bulimia. Being ashamed is something you might find a lot of time, or they might find themselves being guilty. They've eaten so much, and from there they feel like, you know, I should not have. Even if it might be in a small amount, or it might be in a big amount of food, maybe you think they're hungry, and they start feeling guilty. We talk about depressed, mood swing, and feeling out of control. And this is where they eat, they are full, but they still want to continue eating. Those are the things that when the hormones come in of insulin resistance as well can be a problem. Because when you eat, you're in bulimia, you start eating a lot of sugar and a lot of carbs. Everything that you see in front of you, you just want to eat, eat, eat. And the next thing you find, the person running to the toilet is not feeling okay. He or she is going to throw up. So those are the things that can help you as a parent to pay attention, but not always going to be the case. Sometimes, yes, purely it might be the child have eaten something or the teenager have eaten something and he's not feeling well or she's not feeling well. It's not the question of that they have bulimia. You need to pay attention to those. But remember, today's podcast is to help you as a parent to recognize what is an eating disorder and then how do you help, what signs you should be looking for or psychological signs or what are the behavioral signs you should be looking for in the children with bulimia or anorexia nervosa or the physical signs that you can spot easily to help your children so they can be able to overcome the challenge they're facing through your help and a medical practitioner or a nutritionist or a health coach or lifestyle coach like me or a wellness coach like me. So uh, binge eating, it might be other thing or other sort that way you can find children struggling with or teenagers as a guardian or as a parent or as a uh, overseer over the child health and wellness and well-being weight gain is going to be something these are the people who keep on eating and eating even if they gain weight they don't see anything wrong so that might be another physical science of the binge eating and binge eating behavioral behavioral signs that you might be encountering or seeing is eating a large of quantities of food eating inappropriate food being secretive about the food, if you ask, you ate, oh no, I did not eat, and later on you hear John or Susie coming and say, hey John, you ate before, no, and there's a conflict going on, or maybe Susie say, hey John, you ate, and John is saying no, but you find that John indeed truly, he ate a big meal, and he's eating another meal within an hour just to satisfy that binge eating. So as a parent, I will say, please, again, when you do this kind of cross-cautioning with your children, be a little bit compassionate, try to be a little bit sensitive because they need your support, your children. You are going to well, a health practitioner who can help you to understand the situation and with the causes, the lying causes of the problems of this. That's where we need to find out exactly what are those. But I will discuss them as well, the underlying causes that might trigger your children to have all these complications or these extremely life-threatening disorders. These should be risen somehow there. Um, other thing I could think of binge eating, it can be emotional, it can be depressed, mood swing, feeling out of control. More or less, they will be on the same uh, situation as bulimia and psychological 
uh, anorexia nervosa. More or less, most of them, they will consist of f these four elements of being emotionally depressed and most swing and feel out of control. That's the other thing you might find um, happening uh, in a lot of children when they start having all these um, eating disorders. What is the most common thing that causes this? Trauma that needs to be, to be resolved with the help and support of psychotherapies. But there might be other possible strengths uh, to this difficult and puzzling condition. Uh, some of them it might be uh, due to nutritional uh, malnutrition deficiency on some other elements triggering the neurotransmitters of the bone of the brains which some of them it might be needing uh, a simple solution some of them they might need a pragmatic solution uh, solutions that can work hand in hand with effective therapy because a lot of time just putting supplement and putting structure is not going to help we might have to go and talk people through how to manage um their condition or their their behavior their behavioral signage that's the most important thing the behavior that's what we need to change the habit that's what we need to um work with and zinc has been one of those elements has been proven a lot to be uh the link of nutrition or malnutrition which can play a lot of part in that and it's it's part of the development in any child even in adults and zinc deficiency can cause a lot of things like in men it causes uh, low sperm count in women as well the fatal of the egg it changes the cause so some of the women you might find having PCOS problems not always is the case please I told you some of the things I'll be sharing here you need to go and check with your medical practitioner or it might be your family doctor make sure please we are not diagnosing or curing any kind of illnesses or diseases here um, sharing with you the education that it's well researched is well documented however you know always there's a new science there's a new research going on your doctor as well with the supervision of people like us with the doctor you might be able to get the best help in getting to the root of the problem as we know that the treatment of anorexia did not really emerge until 1970s and 1980s this is when the scientists begin to realize that how similar the symptoms and risk factors of anorexia and zinc deficiency were connected in fact uh, many of the risks in the two conditions are identical and both affected women under the 25 are linked to stress and puberty and so are many of the symptoms including weight loss uh, loss of appetite, nausea, skin lesion, malabsorption of nutrition, depression, anxiety, uh, amenorrhea in women or period stopping in women, you might see that to zinc deficiency. Evidence that links zinc and anorexia is now beyond caution and it's been so many now well documented in some few studies where it does conclude or suggest that the zinc deficiency it might be involved in people with anorexia human so i know now we will be talking about the sources of zinc as well where do you get this because zinc deficiency it can cause menstrual menstrual stops breast size decrease the body stays small 
that's the other thing starvation also induces kind of a high stimulating changes of the brain chemicals the hormones that can be helped to block uh, feeling things or issues that are too hard to face it's also important in infection controlling um, healing of the scars in the bone so when we bleed the zinc plays the important role in doing that so where does zinc come in when coming to anorexia many anorexics uh, choose to become vegetarian a lot of time because most vegetarian diets are low in zinc that's the other thing and a lot of people they're not quite i mean to say what i was trying to say most of uh, anorex anorexics they choose to become you find them in the vegetarians a lot of time not always the case but a lot of time you might be finding them there because some of the vegetables they don't cause or lately most of our vegetables they don't contain enough zinc needed for men and women for men we might be talking about 15 to 17 mg for women we might be talking about 10 to to 12.5 mg but it varies with the height and the body size and age as well for some of the men a certain age they might need between 25 to 50 mg women as well depending on what condition if they have pcos they have endometriosis they have all this condition or they have heavy pyros bleeding uh, flow all these things they can change the demand of the zinc in the body and it's not just only zinc that help in this essential fats and protein according to the science the studies of the health science in british columbia institution of technology but uh, in in bunabi uh, Bay in canada which has analyzed the diets of vegetarian and anorexic uh, versus non-vegetarians that's where they find the studies that the zinc deficiency is the one which can lead to all these complications we mention of um, where people they start having periods issues depression anxiety malabsorption of nutrients nausea skin lesion importance in men it can lead into that and loss of appetite as well that's the other thing or amenorrhea uh, amenorrhea in women periods stopping that's something using can do and a lot of time it's sad because some of these things they can be corrected only if parents they know but today i'm happy that i'm making uh, this podcast where you can be able to understand some of these things about um the importance of uh, working on eating disorders and what malnutrition deficiency can do to your body if certain amount of um, nutrients or vitamins and minerals are not being put in the body. Whether vegetarian or not, there's uh, once the pattern of not eating is chosen, it can be established. Zinc deficiency is almost inevitable uh, because due to both to poor intake and poor absorption um, of some people body some people they might have a poor absorption of that or poor intake of it depending on what condition they have if they have autoimmune disease or they may have metabolic syndrome disease so i don't want to get into other subjects because as much as i keep on touching other subjects i i feel like i'm deviating and getting into a deeper um uh, discussion about all these um, 
uh, a malnutrition deficiency. The key today in this uh, podcast of um, what is the eating disorders was to just to highlight some of the things that can be causing all this. But most of the time we find that zinc is the one which can be able to uh, rectify this a lot of time. There might be other treatments available there like chicken or egg. It's full of zinc. Red meat as well, it might be mushrooms, might be uh, iron as well from spinach, it might be kale as well, you might find a lot of zinc as well. Uh, also in um, orange, you might find a lot of zinc as well. And there are some certain type of food we might have to face um, them as well at the same time or supplements that they can help in dealing with with all this but today as much as i was telling you i'm not gonna go deeper into uh, the supplementation and the food today i just wanted to talk with you regarding what are the eating disorders uh, um, that you might find children being challenged or teenagers being challenged i am definitely sure on the next segment of or the next podcast you are going to hear me talking about the steps of how do you come and now resolve all the situation of addressing all this bulimia binge eating and anorexia nervosa how do you deal with the physical signs the behavioral signs and the psychological signs that appearing on your teenage or on your child as a guardian what do you need to do what do you need to put in place today i hope you have learned something i know i have not touched the basis where you want me to go but on the second podcast or on our next podcast i promise you i will be laying down the structure of how can i help you or i'll be touching the bases where now how can you help your children to get enough zinc or the malnutrition that they might be missing it might be type of food that are needed and then how much zinc do you need to correct the problem that is there and then where's the literature of confirming all these things that's what i want to share with you because i don't want to say numbers from my head so today the preparation was just only to speak with you about what are the eating disorders and what can cause the eating disorders and what you should look for and what you should be doing as a parent or as a guardian what are the actions that you can or wish structure of or tools are there to help you to be able to save your child i hope this have enlightened you have helped you remember to give me a shout out or comment below if you would like to see me or I, you need help regarding your child nutrition or this kind of conditions where maybe i can link you with people who really qualify than me to specialize in mental health and psychiatry or they can look to prescribe the medication may be needed. Or if it's nutrition, I'm definitely sure I can put a plan for your child or for you where you can start eating much better nutrition to balance all the hormones, to balance all the mood swing, to remove depression, anxiety, all these things that you feel in your body due to being a hostage of all this complication, you know, um, 
disorders which are caused by eating disorders. So I hope I make sense and I want to just say thank you for joining me for today's podcast of what are the eating disorders or the common eating disorders that exist in there. I hope you really learn a lot from this uh, podcast and you are going to make a decision or commit to yourself to start looking at things that might be triggering you, your emotions, to behave the way you behave towards all these eating disorders. Thank you very much. My name is Mabina Daniel Lingwing, your holistic wellness and spiritual coaching. I specialize in chronic illnesses and diseases. I help people who've been struggling with or to come out of medication or they have other complications which they treat them with the medication and they don't know how to do it or they don't know which nutrition to take in addressing the solution. If you are one of those people who've been struggling, I suggest now is the time to speak with me so I can help you. I can get into place where you can be able to be in peace and harmony and more healthier and happier than before thank you very much for joining me au revoir adios sala sente masal khair tazal bi tazal khair masalama shukran thank you muchas gracias